Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. My eyes don't look like that. Try to calm down, Holly Beth. It's been a couple months. Happy New Year. <laughs> On mic. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy New Year. Happy birthday. Happy Boxing Day. <laughs> My birthday. <laughs> yes. Happy Kaylee's birthday. <laughs> hey, and we did, we were still able to keep with tradition of going to Labemi's on my birthday, which it was just you and me and it was pretty, it was pretty quiet, but it, we still did it and that was the important part. Yeah. Yes, we did. Especially seeing that it I was fine. flew to New York the next day, so... Yeah. Good um, time was had by all. Yeah. So it's always fun at Labemi's. It's always nice. fun. It's always a good time at Labemi's. Yeah. Um, I feel like at this point, across both podcasts, they should really be paying me <laughs> to say nice things about their bar because, like, um, we we did, like, a stupid Christmas yeah. carol special over at Spooky Time Absolutely. Presents. Um a couple weeks ago and like Labemi's was one of the main settings of the oh, special so funny. That we recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. It was Love it. stupid and they should be paying me. Anyways. <laughs> hey. How was New York? Oh, New York was great. It was um warm, which was strange. Like the day yeah. that I left it was sixty and it was December. Um but it was really fun to be able to kind of just run around and, like, do my thing and not have to rely on anybody else, which uh-huh. um, was a li- which was a little strange, but really nice at the same time. Um, MK made the four-hour round trip to see me, and we ran around for a day, and then the other two days I kind of did my own thing. So it was really fun Sweet. and really cool, and I right. felt safe. I was also safe with the whole pandemic, which was great, but I did have an incident Good. on my flight, which was... Um, why I was really upset about it because the guy next to me who was like a 20 something decided he didn't have to wear his mask on the flight and would duck whenever the flight attendants came. So I finally had enough and I was just frustrated because, you know, I can't do anything. I'm on a plane. So I went and talked to the flight attendants and they yelled at the guy and they moved me up to first class. Oh, that's awesome. And then (laughs) the one And then the one flight attendant was adamant about giving me a glass of wine. So I said, okay. <laughs> Aw. And I was That's so nice. And I was completing my finals for school on that flight home as well, which I got 100 on both. So I ended up with a 4.0. Nice. In my first semester of grad school. So that was Beautiful a really Beautiful way to end the semester. It was a great way to start 29, you know, my, yeah. my New Year's for my birthday. So, um... How was your December? Because we weren't, I mean, we didn't record at all November, December. So, but I feel like December is yeah. where there's like stuff going on. Yeah, um, it was, it was pretty good. It wasn't super eventful, which, you know, I'm fine with. Um, I'm just like, I'm getting so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like... I did so much for Christmas and like, you know how like October through December, 
until right after January 1st yeah. feels like you're just like, go, 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 go. And you don't have a day off. <laughs> yeah. Even when you're not working, you are doing something. You're doing something Christmassy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, so this year, obviously, because I'm vaccinated, I felt safer doing things with my friends, doing yeah. things with my family. We, I, you know, so I did a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And, and now I'm, now that I actually... It's like as soon as I started feeling actually comfortable with the idea of going out, yep. of seeing people, Omicron hits. Yep. <laughs> and now everything is, you know, I I feel like I need to be scared again. And I'm just, I'm so tired and frustrated. Oh, I just. You know, I get it. With I just want to go places without feeling guilty or feeling... Like, I shouldn't be doing that. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. It sucks. It's like I'm not even, like, like, I'm not, like, it's not even, like, a guilt thing for me. It's more of, like, I'm afraid if I go to this thing, this is where I'm going to get it. Exactly. So, yeah. And, like, at this point, because I have three shots. Uh-huh. Same. I'm not saying I'm not scared to get sick because, like, regardless, I don't want to get sick. Right. <laughs> right. Um, whether it's COVID or anything else, like, right. I don't... I, I don't like being sick. I don't want to get sick. But, like, I don't want to be the reason that the family that I nanny for gets sick. I don't want to be, you know, the reason that Taylor gets sick. Mm -hmm. One of my friends gets sick. My parents get sick, you know? And I'm surrounded by people who are vaccinated. Same. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't... I can count on one hand the amount of people that I know who are not vaccinated and I don't, I don't interact with them on a normal basis. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But still, I just wish, I wish that people would get their shots. Just, I, I just wish that people would do it, you know? (laughs) I wish I still didn't have to tell about people wearing their masks correctly. That's a huge one for me. I'm tired of doing that. It's like pick one, either get vaccinated or continue wearing your mask all the time everywhere and don't yeah. go out. But like, I mean, that's not really an option for people. Typically people who don't want to get vaccinated are the same people who don't like wearing masks. Right. Well, and I, I said, I'm just tired of reminding people who have had to hear it from me for like 20 plus weeks now. That is where I get frustrated and, you know, but it's just kind of a, I'm at a point where I'm just putting my foot down with situations. Um, I'll be honest. I went to coffee with a friend um, who came in from out of state and uh-huh. we like sat in a coffee shop and I probably wore my mask about 90% of the time when I wasn't eating or yeah. drinking. And I like I said to them, I was like, please don't be offended. I just, to be able to do this, I need to feel like I'm doing what I need to do. And She totally understood and there was like no weird like feelings towards it, but I was still like, I just have to acknowledge that this is, this might be strange, but it's like, but I just, I, you've been doing stuff with your family. I've been doing stuff with my family and I just want to be able to just feel like we can do this and not have me stress out. And that's okay. Yeah. You, you don't have to feel bad about wanting to be extra cautious. Right. I mean, I think, and it's different where, you know, I mean, it's kind of like if I see you, I wouldn't feel obligated to do that because I know... You know, I know where you've been. I know who you've been with, you know, kind of a thing. But, yeah. you know, somebody who's traveling, 
you know, a thousand plus miles out of state, I don't know where they've stopped, who they've seen, who they, you know, I don't know how cautious you're being. So yeah. it's just more of a, I'm protecting myself so I can, you know, I mean, right now with my job, I, I need to be there more than anybody. Exactly. You know, so like, that's a whole other stress for me that, you know, but I mean, but I'm enjoying it. Oh, mm-hmm. speaking of stress, um, I just got put on new anti-anxiety meds. Oh, how's that going? So far, so good. It's been like a week, so we'll good. see. Um, good. But I think just because I know I have them, like a little bit of the placebo effects happening, where I'm like, okay, I feel better. So. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but before we get too far, um, what are you drinking? Okay. Um, I have a little margarita concoction. Ooh, I okay. had some margarita mix that I found, just like a bottle of it. <laughs> um. Hopefully it's still good. I love it was it. like semi-refrigerated, so whatever. Hopefully it's fine. Um, I threw some blue carousel in it, just uh, like a little splash of it. A little bit color. I like, I like my drinks Windex colored. <laughs> if you need to know anything about me, that's what it is. And then um, I used some of the Espelon vodka, uh, vodka tequila. Um, you know the tequila brand with like the skeletons. The all one over you got the... me. Did I get that for yes, you? Yes, you did. Uh, not not this year, but last year. Because you said. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, because that was yeah. the. I can't think of a better gift for you because it was a rough year and it was the tequila. Yes, that's right. Yes. I used the uh, the reposado one. That's yes. the one that uh, Taylor. We always have that in our house because Taylor really <laughs> likes it. It's great. So yeah, so good. That's what I have. What do you have? Um, well, I have two drinks, so also kind of, so I know when we did our season finale, it was originally going to be Elvira, which is what we're talking about this week. Um, yes. But it was the coffee with the, the coffee liqueur with the champagne. But, oh, yeah, um, that's right. I have a d- Dark Matter Coffee cold brew. Um, I have mm-hmm. the Vanilla Suburbs one. Um, I went to Whole Foods this week, so I picked that up. Nice. But then I also have a... Agua Forte, I can't even say it. It's terrible. It is a spiked sparkling water with tequila. And the flavor is grapefruit. I have not opened that yet, so I'm going to open that guy. And I got this at World Market. I love World Market. I do, too. Well, and I got it on clearance. I paid a whole $2 for it. Oh, nice. (laughs) You know, and I've only been going, I've gone to Whole Foods a couple times because as a Prime user, you get the discounts. Um, and I have a, ah. I have an Amazon credit card, so I usually would do that. And then you get 5% cash back, but wow, I love world market, but Whole Foods and I've been house sitting out that way. So I'm already like, I'm already halfway here. So I might as well. Yeah. Why not? And so I also picked up a case of liquid death. I really like that water. I do too, but except for it looks like it's like, it, yeah, it's just water, right? But yes, the but can it, is cool. But the can looks like it's alcohol, so it makes me worried to drink exactly. it in public. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was developed like for bands. Yeah, who were playing on stage to make it look like they're drinking beer, but they're not. Just <laughs> drinking water. <laughs> yeah, um, I think we have a case of that in our little garage. I got the last area case it's, of it. It's good. It's expensive, but. It's cool. I got it at Whole Foods with my Prime discount. <laughs> ah, very cool. So I paid like 14 bucks for 12 cans. Nice. So um, I like how we both went with tequila tonight. Yeah. It's a tequila kind of night. Woo! 
it's freezing I don't have to work out. until 9.30 tomorrow, so um, woo. I don't have that benefit. I work at 7 like <laughs> I always do. But <laughs> have you, over our kind of two-month break, did you, is there anything that you, like, watched or read or saw that you really enjoyed kind of in the, I'll start with the horror genre stuff first. Horror genre stuff first. I'm really, I'm really bad at this because I, I feel like over the last year I have like taken in very little content. Which is so wild to um, me. Like for you, I'm shocked. I, yeah, I don't really know why um, that is. I don't know if I'm just like in COVID depression mode still where I just want to watch the same thing Comfort. over and over and over again. Um... I recommend the most recent season of Creep Show. Creep Show is always good, and the fact that they made a series out of it on Shutter is mm-hmm. just fabulous. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of like horror stuff that I've watched. I'd put you on the spot, and, and like I can't. I'll. How about you go first? <laughs> You go sure. first, and then I will try to think of other stuff that sure. I've watched because um, I, can't, I can't do it. My brain's broken. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter if you watch. I mean, if, if you listen to something, any of that. But let me grab. Where is it? Okay. So I had told you before we press record, but I've already read three books this year. <laughs> it's the fifth. Yes. I've already read That three. tracks for you. <laughs> But um, the two two of the three books, so one was a poetry book, and the other two are actual novels, and uh-huh. they're both by Lynn Wengarden, and um, okay. the first one is Suicide Notes from Beautiful Girls, and the second one is Bad Girls with Perfect Faces, and okay. um, they both blew my mind. Um, they're not, like, straight up, like, horror, but they're definitely, like, suspense with death and mystery and it's they were really good i mean the bad girls with perfect faces which is her second book i read that in 24 hours wow okay really good i mean i I liked that one and i like i thought suicide notes for beautiful girls was great and then i read the Uh second one and i literally went and changed my rating for suicide notes for beautiful girls wow (laughs) to something a little bit lower because i was just like i i just i mean it was good but i just feel like this is better Interesting. Um, okay. I watched Midnight Mass. Uh, did you like it? I did. Okay. Everyone's telling me to watch it. Um, it was really good. My parents just watched it, and they were like, oh my god, you have to watch this. It is. So maybe I'll finally sit down and watch it. Yeah, so I started it, like, right after we finished our season last, our last season. Okay. So I, um... The first two episodes are kind of slow, and then after that, I, like, couldn't stop watching it. Okay. Cool. Um, I've So then I watched the rest of Eli Ross' History of Horror for season three. I watched the rest of that, um, which was pretty good. Oh, season three. Yeah, I watched season three. I just finished season two. Okay. Um, I have a bone to pick with Eli Roth. I know you do. Um, <laughs> I hope you don't mind me interrupting No, please really do. Please quick. do. All right. Two things. Uh, two things that I sort of didn't love about season two. Um, Sorry, I'm falling One of these things bleeds into season one. The first thing is that, like, I don't really know who History of Horror is for? marketed for. 
it doesn't make sense to me. The way that it's laid out seems to be like, oh, if you are like a serious horror fan, this is something that you need to watch so that you can learn more behind the scenes facts about these movies. Right. How they were made, you know, the impact that they had at the time, whatever. Or is it made for people who are sort of casual horror fans who want to know more about the horror genre? What doesn't make sense to me is that, like, each episode, they touch on a bunch of movies, but then there are, like, a few movies in those episodes where he just, they just spoil the entire Everything. movie. They give you the entire plot and it doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, who is this for? Oh, so like there are, there are episodes where I have to like skip through it because I don't want to know the ending of a movie and I know they're about to tell us the ending. So yeah, cause it's not like you've seen everything that they're showing. Exactly. Like I know there are, some people out there who have seen every single movie that they talk about right. on that series, but I haven't, you know? Well, and, <laughs> and I'm, I'd say both of us are pretty seasoned horror fans, right. but like we haven't seen every movie that they talk about. No. But it's still something that piques our interest because we love horror. Right. It just doesn't make sense to me. Right. Oh, absolutely. No, no. I think that's, I would agree with that. And that's kind of even, um, like they kind of leaned in, like in season three, they kind of lean in like the season finale is mad scientists. Okay. So we're going to do mad uh-huh. scientists during the like season three of the pandemic. Okay. Um, <laughs> tongue in cheek. Um, I, I was especially pissed off about that watching the witches episode where they spoiled um, Hereditary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that movie came out, like, what, four years ago? Three years ago? It's, like, relatively new. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. That's still, yeah. No, was that's that 20, still 2018? Yeah. 2017? Um, it's within the last, like, yeah. five years. Yeah. I'm like, are you, are you serious? Like, you're gonna just... I know that everyone saw it. Yeah. But still, I don't know I don't know if they're trying to like stretch the time of the episodes by doing that. Right. Like they don't have enough to talk about, but I know they have enough to talk about. There are so many movies in these specific categories that they've chosen for the episodes. Well, and they did. They also did like for season 3 they did apocalyptic horror. Again, let's do it during the pandemic. I love this. And then um, yeah. the fifth episode was holiday horror. So they literally went through, like, they picked a movie from, like, each holiday. Uh-huh. You know, so, I mean, they did April Fool's Day. They did Mother's Day. They did um, Silent my Night, Deadly Valentine. Night. They did My Bloody I'm Valentine. Assuming. They did Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so they had, like, that episode was actually pretty filled with stuff. That one, I think, was the best of the season. But I was just like, but, yeah, no, it's kind of, it's it's like watching the Bravo um you know, scariest movie moments. The hundred scariest, yeah. This is like an updated version of that. Right, but at least in that, but like at least when you're watching like, like when you're watching the Bravo thing, like you knew it was going to spoil it because you're telling you the scariest thing. Exactly. This, yeah. you could watch yeah. it and not know. If you didn't know that this is how the show was built, you would never know. And then you'd be like, oh, that was just spoiled for me. Thank you, you know. Exactly, yeah. I There are a lot of like twists in horror movies. You don't like, you don't do that. Right. Um. But also, I, I, yeah, it feels cheap. 
almost. Mm. Like, it feels lazy, not cheap. I knew um, what you meant when you said it. I was like, yeah. Yeah, and they have <laughs> they have so many, like, incredible, huge stars that they are interviewing for this series. You can't just, like, keep the camera on them for an extra 30 seconds apiece. Right. To fill in that time where you're just stretching out telling the plot of a movie, like a play-by-play of the movie. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. If I were an editor, which I am not, (laughs) I would would have something to say. Yes. (laughs) So, um, and then I'll do a slight shift for, um, so again, also with this, during our break, I was also off of school. So I was able to really take in a lot of extra um, content. So wait, I'm so sorry. The other thing. Yeah. The witch episode. Yes. They talked about the witch. The 2015 Uh Robert Eggers Uh classic, the witch. And he was pronouncing Thomason's name Tomlinson. I know. (laughs) He said it like six times. Tomlinson? I'm like, what? Did you see the movie? Oh, I know. Eli, I know you did. I know you did. I, every time he said it, like, I'm sitting there with Taylor. I'm like, every every time he would say it, we'd just get a little more like, ah, ah, um, oh, that's awkward. It was so weird. I, I don't, like, nobody said anything before they recorded oh, their no, narration. That was, that for the was, that was bad. Um, just really quick on that note, though, did you see what his next movie is? I don't think so. It is called The North Man and it has to do with Oh yeah, Robert Eggers. I thought you yes. meant Oh yeah, yeah no, Roth. I thought you <laughs> meant Eli Roth. No, no, that's what I, was I like, meant. No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm stoked for that movie. I know this looks I, phenomenal. He can do no wrong in my eyes. And it's got um, With the Witch and the Lighthouse, please. Well, and it's got a Skarsgård in the Two of the lead. best movies that I've seen in the past 10 years. You've got Alexander Skarsgård, Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicole Kidman, Willem Dafoe, Ethan Hawke. I mean, it is a stacked. It's got Bjorks. Oh, so it's going to be perfect is what you're saying? Yes. yes. So my other Endless. little, my two side tangents off of horror, but so the next one's horror adjacent and the other one's just other things. Um, uh-huh. But I did watch season two of Tiger King. And then I also watched Tiger King, the Doc Antle story. So... Okay. Continuing off of the original um, Tiger King, if you're going to pick one of the two, I would pick the Doc Antle segment, which is the three episodes. Um, okay. Because that story is just bananas. And then... Um, I hate him. I know. Oh, you'll hate him even more after watching this. It is insane. I haven't watched it because I know that I would just... It, I, I just can't stand him. It's good, though. <laughs> I mean, I would I would recommend it, though. It was one of those where I was like, okay, I, like you feel even more validated with how you feel about him. By watching okay. it. Um, cool. And then the other thing I watched when I was house-sitting last week, actually this was a new one, is um, uh-huh. Undercover Underage. What's that? Which is, is it on, like to catch a predator? Yeah, essentially. So, oh, okay. Um, but it's really, so it's this woman who's like 35, I believe. She has um, mm-hmm. an organization. Hang on, I want to pull it up. They're like, do, 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 do. She acts as a teenager. Okay. And kind of, so like if they're sending something to her, it's not, they're not actually sending it to a 14 year old, you know? So yeah. it's, it's, 
but they're able to build up enough of a case. So she's okay. So she's thirty eight, and so she, okay. the show follows um, Sosa, which is safe from online sex abuse. Um, okay. The team, and so it's Rue Powell is the mother who's kind of the lead who um, acts as a teen to work to reveal the identities of men who kind of reach out to her, thinking she's a young, um, a young child, essentially. Okay. And it, it's six episodes. It's on Discovery. It's on Discovery, right? Discovery Plus, and um, it was phenomenal. Like it is just how okay. they go about it, and like. Literally, like, she can, like, change her voice to it. Like, it was really good. Like, it... Cool. You know, it's kind of like... Like, so they're obviously... They're, they're, they're catfishing the people, but, like, for a good reason. And I was like, dang. Uh-huh. I, that sixth episode, I watched that in a day. I was just like, oh, my God. I, like, I can't stop. Like, it's it's insane. And then, like, one guy, like, figured it. Like, one guy, like, he didn't wasn't getting what he wanted from her, so he, like, dropped off the face of the earth. But then uh-huh. came back as a different guy. Even though it was the same guy. Whoa. Like, to try to, like, try it at a different angle. So she doesn't like this guy. Let's try this guy instead. That's crazy. Yeah, no, but it was really good in there. It sounds like they agreed to a season two. And then my non-horror Jason is, but also Jason's this podcast that has to do with you, was I binged season one and two of Pen15. Oh, good. <laughs> because you what told me show. to, so I did. <laughs> I love that show so much. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm was... so sad that like it's over, that they're not making anymore. And I found that out like the day that I started watching season two, and I was like, oh, I don't even want to finish it now. Well, and that was like I don't. I ended <laughs> I was up so sad. I ended up watching it like the day before the second half of season two dropped. So I was able to watch okay. it, like, straight. Like, I just binged the whole thing because I, like, had the whole thing. Oh, nice. You know, so I was like, okay, great. Like, I'm invested, I'm invested, I'm invested. Yeah. So that was, oh, and so then. So good. Um, just for funsies as my final wrap-up. So with my, I keep track of every, like, podcast, movie, TV show I watch. Uh-huh. So last year, so from, you know, while I was 28, I listened to 2,140 podcasts. Oh my god. Um how? I list, I watched 644 episodes of television. Okay. I read Nope, I watched 97 movies, 96 movies. I read 34 books. That is insane. So that was just <laughs> while I was 28. I can't that's wild. But I mean, okay, but here for Do you argument. listen to like five podcasts a day? Um, well, so today's the fifth of so it's been almost a month since so it'll be a month and two days since I started this this new doc. Okay. I'm at three hundred and four podcasts. Oh my god. Cause I listen Is that including our own? Yeah. Okay. But we haven't had any out since my birthday, so that's still Yeah, still. Damn. Yeah, so, I mean, I listen to, like, four different news. Like, I listen to four podcasts daily, and then there's, like, other shows mm-hmm. that I listen to. And when I'm house-sitting and I don't have homework, I can just catch up on them, so. Yeah. But, you know, so this is kind of fun. I'm also tracking YouTube videos I watched this year, so that's another one that I'm adding to the docket. Wow. Yes, so how about you, now that I've gone through my whole thing? Um, I've got a few that are not horror-related. Totally I've been watching fine. a lot of... A decent amount of new TV lately. Just oh, good. Taylor, um, 
has started doing this thing that he knows works on me where um, he'll just start a show uh, from the very beginning, uh, even if I don't, like, consent to watching something <laughs> new. <laughs> and we'll just be, like, sitting on the couch and all of a sudden he'll start a show and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this. But then, like, by the third episode, I'm like, oh, my God, this is my new favorite show. Uh, so he's... You're, like, sucked in. <laughs> He's the worst, but it totally works every time. Um, I don't want him to have that much power in our relationship, but here we are. Oops. Yeah. Whoopsies. Um, so yeah, he, uh, I just finished the second season of The Boys on Amazon Prime. Okay. It's, have you seen it? No, but it's on my list. Okay. Yeah. For those who don't know, it's about, it's. The show is basically like, what if superheroes were actually really real and they weren't necessarily good people Mm -hmm. or they were flawed much like regular people are, Um, whether it be just like addicted to drugs or like a full on narcissistic sociopath um it is really good and i this was a second chance that i had given it because the first time i watched like the first two episodes and i was like i don't want to watch this i was like this is too like this show just seems like such a bummer like really depressing yeah and i I just don't want to watch this right now and then taylor (laughs) Was a sneaky Pete, like he usually is, and just put it on one day. Just put on, like, the second or third episode, um, and we basically started the whole show over again. This time I was really invested in it. And I think it might have to do with the fact that I'm sort of, like, marveled out right now. Okay. I have, like, no interest in seeing any of the new Marvel movies, even though... The only one I want to like, see I is should Spider-Man. Want to. I want to see Spider-Man, too, but, That's like... That's about it. I, I don't know if I, like, really, like, if Taylor asked me to go see it, like, at the theater, I'd be like, yeah, sure, let's go. But I'm not, like, clamoring to go see it. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... So maybe this was a good time for me to watch that show. (laughs) I think the only reason why I need to go see Spider-Man sooner than later is because I work in a high school, and they're going to spoil it for me if I don't. (laughs) Ah, those bastards. (laughs) Because that's what Richards. happened with Endgame. They spoiled it for me before I could see it, so. <gasps> you should have given them all detention. I still have not watched the movie because of it, because I'm trying to forget so I can watch it. <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea. I'm just being completely honest. That's why I have not watched that movie yet. <laughs> that's smart. But smart. back to you. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. I, um, I'm i also like right in the middle of watching Letterkenny. Oh! Right. Yes. That show is so funny. And I've heard that it's good and I've been meaning to like sit down and watch it. But yeah, oh, Taylor great. did his thing and started it one day. And I was just like, all he right, started this is it? what we're watching I've now. not cool. seen him in the show yet. Huh? He starred in it? I haven't seen him in the show. I've been watching no, it. No, he started it. <laughs> I was mean, just kidding. I made mean, a joke. Yes. <laughs> Taylor plays Wayne. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I feel like if he didn't have a beard, he could be Wayne for Halloween. Yes. Halloween. Halloween. Oh, good one. TMTM. TM. He looks just like him. <laughs> it's funny. Um, 
not just like him, but he looks enough like him to where he could definitely pull that costume off and people would know who he is. Oh, yeah. That's always um, that's, that's critical to those kind of costumes. Do you know who I am if I don't yes. have to tell you? Do I have to explain my costume to you? It's sort of fun explaining costumes, right? Yes, it can be. Be like, oh, you don't know? You uncultured. Indian. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you real quick. Um, yeah, so and I'm looking forward to Sunday when I can start watching the second season of The Righteous Gemstones because that's Ooh. like my favorite show right now. Nice. So good. Nice. Wow. We have taken up a lot of time talking about not the subject of our episode. Just walking down the street singing. Yes, she's got it all. She's everything you've ever wanted in a movie. A woman and a casserole. You'll see lots of weird romance. What's that perfume you're wearing? Super unleaded. Don't smoke. Loads of drooling madness. Ew, I hope you change the sheets. Hey, Elvira, we got us a couple more volunteers. Great, just grab a tool and start banging. A whole gang of awesome monsters. I'm bad, you know it. And a few sleazy experiments. She's mad. There's nothing wrong with G-rated movies as long as there's lots of sex and violence. The charge is witchcraft. We ought to have one of these every year. See Elvira. As Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. If they ever ask about me, tell them I was more than just a great set of... It's the greatest double feature of all time. You want to get into it? Yeah. Get into talking about it. So you um, were able to read her book. Yes. Correct? Um, I read slash listened to. Um, uh-huh. I read half of it and I like had to return it to the library before I could finish it. So then I ended uh-huh. up buying it on Audible. So then she read it to me for the second half. <laughs> cool. Which is really great. Um, it is phenomenal. Like, Okay. I would strongly recommend it to anybody. That was another book that I had tackled. Um, it is, she's, she lives, like, she lived, lives, because she's, you know, the most interesting life. Uh-huh. I mean, showgirl at 17 in Vegas. Required parent signature to let her do it. Um, was kind of a groupie for a while, and ended up in hotel rooms with celebrity band men and didn't sleep with any of them. <laughs> nice. Um, got, you know, stranded in Europe and that was a whole crazy thing. But, you know, every time she got deserted, the person never took her um, passport. So she was oh, able nice. to, you know, get around, um, talked about her marriage, how Elvira came to be, how the whole one-sided rivalry with Vampira happened and 
uh-huh. um, which is really interesting to listen to or talk about it. Of yeah. It essentially, I mean, do you know a lot about that at all or no? Um, all I really know is that Vampira like ended up suing her for sort of stealing her act. Um But they talked about that like very briefly at the end of um Ed Wood, the movie. Yeah. Um, but what, but that's really all I know. But like what really happened though, was that they were going to do the show. Like they were going to like continue the character of Vampyra and, uh-huh. um, but you know, the original actress was too old. So they brought in Cassandra and, um, apparently that's not who, I don't know who the actress is who played Vampyra. So that's why I'm stumbling, but she didn't want it to be her. Like she didn't want Cassandra to be. Oh, okay. Like, she wanted somebody else. Yes, she wanted somebody else. But then, um, but the corporate people wanted her. And then right before they were starting to shoot, um, they had called and said that they couldn't use the name because she didn't like it. Oh, okay. Like, the actress who played Vampyra didn't want them to use her name. Mm -hmm. So um, that's how they ended up Myla Nurmi. Thank you. I believe is how it's pronounced. Sure. So um, someone ended up picking the name. They were, like, spitballing and they ended up with Elvira and then it continued on and then it was a whole new character, but Uh because there was, and then it was kind of funny because in the lawsuit, it was about, you know, how it was copying off of her, but Uh it's well known that they copied Vampyra off of Morticia Adams. So really Uh she's like trying to sue somebody for copying what she copied, like what they copied off of somebody else anyways. Exactly. So that's why, I mean, it was one. If anything, (laughs) I think that vamp I mean Vampira really spearheaded the like late night horror movie host oh, 100% female yes. version um because really the only two people that come to mind are Elvira and Vampira and that's really it. Yeah. Um I guess you could sort of throw like Darcy the male girl from like the Joe Bob Briggs mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. into that um but that's really it. Yeah. That's my dream job. Oh, I would like to be, be an Elvira. Right? Like, that would be fun. Also, I wonder how you get that gig. I just have to tell you. Public access? It's just insane because those are just her real boobs. I know. Just, Isn't that those wild? Those are her real boobs. Those are real. Yeah. And like I said, that was kind of what was natural. Really, which, yes. Which was Incredible. Re- it was really funny in the book, though, because she would like, talk <laughs> about it, you know, and how people would be like, how much did you pay for those? And she's like, Nothing. <laughs> you know, like, yeah <laughs> that's awesome good for her and then she talks about when she met elvis presley and that was really sweet and he kind of like did like the he did like a fatherly role like with her which was really sweet and then wow um it talks about her haunted house that she owned and then she goes into detail about when they were shooting um elvira mistress of, the mistress of the dark um uh-huh. Which, um, I read the book before I watched the movie. So watching the movie, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. So you, like, had a little inside scoop. Yeah. That's nice. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember when she quoted that line in the book. So, um, but one of the fun things that I did find out in the book as well is that um, the whole Vegas scene at the end uh-huh. almost didn't happen. Why? Because they didn't have it in the budget. And then uh, oh, Cassandra was okay. like... The whole point of the movie, it starts with her trying to do the show in Vegas. Yeah. You have to, you can't, her you can't let her finish, you can't let the movie finish without her having that. 
So exactly. that's how she kind of fought for it. And it's really funny because there were two of her movies. Um, one of the people that they were going to cast but they didn't was Brad Pitt. Oh, wow. And um, so when she ran into him later, she, like, made a joke about, um, you know, you're welcome for not casting you. Also, he bought her house. Oh, really? Her haunted house. He bought it because he wanted to expand his property. So he bought the house. That's cool. And then when she, and then she was, like, really pregnant when he bought the house. And then they bought a house, like, close to it. And then Brad Pitt wanted to buy that house, too. And she's like, absolutely not. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm trying to remember, there there was one other person, too, who they almost casted, and she was like, you're welcome. (laughs) She's like, I clearly know how to pick them. (laughs) That's so funny. But, you know, I, it was really good, and it was really, I mean, she's a great storyteller, so even just reading it was Mm -hmm. great, but then being able to switch to her reading it to me, I was like, it just can, I can sit here and just be like, you're telling me your life story. Yeah, it's a little more immersive. Yeah, well, and that's, um, it's just, it was really great. I, if you have any interest in, and even if you haven't, if you weren't like well versed in, you know who she is and what Elvira mm-hmm. has done, like it's still, it's, I would still read it. It's phenomenal. Cool. All right. Um, good. Good book review. Yeah. Sorry, I just gave you. I gave you, and I didn't. And that's like the surface. I didn't even. I'm not even spoiling a lot for you. Um, yeah. Because that's. I mean, even like some of the chapter names were pretty bonkers. Um, okay. Cool. I mean, because it was. Just, Hang on, I saved them. Where are they? <laughs> um, fear and lack of clothing in Las Vegas. Um, <laughs> you'll never work in this town again. Mama's boys, the growlings, boobs and beer. Oh, did you know she had her own beer for a hot minute? Really? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Yes, that was the whole thing too. Um, oh, she talked about her time on... Her one and only time on Saturday Night Live. Uh huh. That is that is worth listening to. Oh my gosh, or reading that one is crazy. And then it talks about um, the Blair Cliff Manor, which they lived in, and then all of that stuff at the house when oh, they cool. had the babies, and then like starting over. So you know, it was really good. So cool. I'm excited to read it. I know <sighs> I, need to. I need to. I need to sit down and actually. Maybe I'll get the audiobook. Yeah, I mean, it, that sounds fun. It was great. I mean, like I said, because it's fun just hear her read it, you know. Yeah. I wonder if I can loan it to you. Like, I don't know if that's an option. I'm going to look into it. Because I okay, own it. Thanks. So, I mean, I own the audiobook. So, worst case, I'll just give you my login. Yeah. Let you read it. Um, thanks. So, sorry, I'm, I, I'm very, I've been very chatty. So... Do you want to talk about the no, movie? No, that's okay. At all? I didn't read the book. Right, that's true. Well, I had nothing to say about it. <laughs> that's true. I just um, yeah. I I think we can sort of just briefly touch on the movies and uh, especially the the first. I really like the first one, and that's basically what I have to say about it. I like yeah. that it's got that fun. It almost has the same vibe as. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Which she was also in. Yes. And I'm not just saying that because she's also in that movie. No. It's, <laughs> I know that. I think it's just like the... Yeah, the general vibe of the movie is very like... I think it's just because, you know, she goes on an adventure and meets new people. And at the end, she gets what she wants. Yeah. And 
you know, lives her dream. And yeah, so they were in the Groundlings together. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think they were, they were also in the Groundlings with Phil Hartman, uh, John Paragon, who I think worked very closely with her, um, and Paul Rubens. Uh, He was Jombie on Pee-wee's Playhouse. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Edie McClurg, who plays like the the bad guy in the uh, in her uh, uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Grace and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The I I really love her role in um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Mm-hmm. Edie McClurg, when she's the um, <laughs> the rental car sales rep or whatever. Yes. Who's Steve Martin is really mean to. I love her so much. Um, she's also in Carrie. She went like in this over the span of ten years. Edie McClurg went from playing a high schooler to playing like women who are forty years old. Oh, of course, that's how it is. You didn't know. I don't. I I don't know how that works. Like I'm assuming it's because she's a big girl. And that's usually what happens. Like, mm-hmm. you get cast as older people, but she's perfect in every single movie I've ever seen her in. But, um, yeah, I like Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, the first one. I, I also really like the show. To get that out of the way first, we had a few um, tapes, like VHS tapes, <gasps> episodes of the Elvira, like, show Yeah. when I was a kid. And so I used to watch those. Um occasionally and I was always bored by the movies because they were always these like you know cheesy black and white like boring 50s monster movies but I was like really into the host segments like I really I was like I want more Elvira and I didn't really know that entire movies starring just her existed until I was a little bit older amazing yeah so it was a pleasant surprise whenever I didn't just have to see her like in between segments of the crawling eye or like the brain that wouldn't die or whatever. Yeah. Um, the second movie that she did, Elvira's haunted Hills came out in the early two thousands. I think it was like 2002, maybe earlier than that. I have it on VHS, so it couldn't be any later than like 2004, but um, it is significantly worse. It was two thousand one. The first one, two thousand one. Okay, it, yeah, it's just it's not good. Um, I, I personally, I don't really like it. It's sort of got this. It's got this weird, like, mean spirited vibe, with just the entire script, but also just like with her character. Um. It just doesn't feel like Elvira. Like, she's constantly belittling and being, like, mean to her, like, friend who's along for the ride on this, like, weird journey that they're going through. I don't know. And, like, her friend is fat and, like, that's the joke. Mm, Okay. Throughout the entire movie. And it's, like, okay, it was, you know, it wasn't even funny the first time. But the entire movie is, like, fat joke after fat joke after fat joke. And I'm like, this doesn't feel right. Like, I don't think 
I don't like this. Didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't like that one, but the first one is fabulous, and I could watch that movie every day and not get bored of it. It was um, like what I, I wanted really it like... to be. Yeah. It's fun, right? It's just a lot of fun. Like I said, I just watched silly. it for the first time. Yeah. And and you liked it? Oh, it was great. The 80s vibe. It was very, like, I like the sort of commentary that it makes on the social divide in America in the 80s. Yeah. Because it was like you had these sort of Reagan-esque, very conservative people in these small towns. And then on the other hand, you had these like, you know, movie stars and rock stars and people who were really rebelling against that put in place Ronald Reagan status quo (laughs) that was happening, that like sort of cultural shift that was happening in music and movies and TV and, you know, cable happened and HBO happened and things were becoming more inappropriate while people were sitting there clutching their pearls going like, oh no, what can we do about this? And so the fact that she goes into the small town going like, you know, tits a blazing, like mm-hmm. I'm here and I'm sexy and I'm not going to apologize for it. And I'm weird. And my car is creepy. I just, but like, so am I. I love the scene in the bowling alley where she like takes out the dagger and she's like, but it's not real. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was just, it's just like, and it's one of those things where it's like, yes, she knows that her like boobs are like a part you know like that's a big thing you know like i mean she makes a joke right in the beginning about how you know i put the boob back in boob tube you know yeah like but it's just kind of like she just owns it and it's just like i love that the teenagers are like we got your back and it's just like i thought i really liked how yeah. i like i like how like i really enjoyed it and i just i was like yes no i want to go be friends with elvira and it was she seems very cool i just just even in general just Cassandra Peterson as a person, I'm like, I want to be friends. After like reading this, yeah. I'm just like, oh. you mean she talks about meeting Vincent Price, who was like her idol, and just like, oh, yeah, so good. But and I, that's so cool. I love the effects on this movie too, <laughs> with the like what the lightning example? bolts, just like <laughs> how cartoony. Oh yeah, like, it was just so good. It's like yes. <laughs> and then like the the dog, you know, when the eyes were just red and. Yeah. Um, the, like, she makes the food for the guy, and it, like... Just comes alive. It comes alive. There's a monster in the pot. It, yeah, it was really cute. Everything you would expect. Like, camp. Fun. It's great. I just... It's just... Bob. <laughs> just <laughs> Bob. Hold me, Bob. Oh, Bob. Oh, when she decks that other <laughs> lady in the face, and then her... She's got yeah. padded, the whole shirt's padded. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's, and then I, um, so in October of 2021, she had collaborated with Netflix uh-huh. and did on their YouTube channel. So it wasn't even, um, like, um, on Netflix, but it was Netflix mm-hmm. and chills with an S at the end. Uh-huh. And it was Dr. Elvira. So okay. she would give you a prescription each week because it's like watching scary movies is good for your health kind of a thing. Uh-huh. So yeah. the first 
week was stress slashers and that was the movies were there's someone in your house the babysitter and the fear street trilogy so obviously oh, everything okay. that she's going to be recommending is on netflix um the next uh-huh. the next week was scream therapy and um went really heavy with mike flanagan so went midnight mass hush haunting of hill house and Bly manor um hypnotic and intrusion were the movies for that week Okay. The next week was Baby's First Fright. Okay. So more of the Gateway movies or shows. Mm-hmm. So that was Night Books, Lock and Key, and Goosebumps, of course. Nice. And then it was Mind Bending Catharsis it was the next theme, mm-hmm. and that was Jaws, Black Mirror, and Bird Box. Oh, boy. And then the last one was Tricking and Treating Your Mind. Uh-huh. So it was No One Gets Out Alive, Night Teeth, Veronica, The Platform, and His House. Okay. So it was just kind of fun. And, you know, she's in her, her iconic outfit. And then when she's doctor and she's prescribing, they put her in black glasses. And, you know. And That's then cute. She did. They did on um, Shutter her the 40th anniversary special mm-hmm. where she hosts four different movies. Um, one of them was her movie and then the other one was, another one was the haunting of like the haunting of Hill house, the, like the movie. Yeah. That one. And there was two more that I remember off, off the top of my head, but essentially. Yeah, I feel like she's like, she's really like back in a big way lately. Um, and I think, it, you know, it's because she released the book and then it came out that she's been in a relationship with a woman yep. for years. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I think that she's always just been a very beloved sort of entity in people's lives. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, for people around our age who, like, she's just always been there. She's just always been Elvira. You know, she mm-hmm. was never a new concept for any of us. She just always sort of existed. Right. You know, as a national treasure, which she deserves. Yes. No, (laughs) she's just fabulous. Like I said, I, um, like, I mean, again, I hadn't seen any of the movies, but I knew, like, I know who she is. You know, I knew that she had her show for, um, universal. No, it was uh, not, not universal. Um, Knott's Berry Farm. She had, oh, yeah. Yeah, she yeah, did her show. Right. Yeah, let me just say the wrong one. Like, you know, I know she did that for a long time, so I was like, I know those things. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, I really, I'm glad I watched this movie. I It was rated PG-13, um, which I was like, well, that's fun, you know, with the whole um, tassels. <laughs> I was like, all right, PG-13, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that scene alone, like, warranted the PG-13. Oh, absolutely. I, that's literally uh, the scene. <laughs> Yes, yeah, because everything else is pretty. It's pretty tame. Oh yeah, I mean, that's literally it's the Vegas scene that had to be it. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think she's just iconic, and I don't think she's going away anytime soon. And that's she's got this fun resurgence, and I'm here for it, and I'm glad that we were able to yeah. talk about it. Mm-hmm. And this was delayed because of me. Um, because I wanted oh, to, okay. I wanted to finish the book first, so I will take ownership. You don't have to tell them. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will. Um, that's okay. 
But, you know, I, um, I really, I mean, like, I loved watching, um, like, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, you know, so another where he's introducing the thing. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Twilight Zone. That show is terrifying. Right. Alfred Hitchcock Presents mm-hmm. fucked me up. Mm-hmm. My dad was like, hey, this episode was really scary to me when I was a kid. You should come watch it. And I was like, okay, easy peasy. Nightmares. <laughs> Nightmares. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't have taken the bait. I... Spooky. I was like a teenager too. Of course. Terrifying. I, um, well, and then Twilight Zone, um, both. Oh, mm-hmm. obviously the original, but I did enjoy watching it with Jordan Peele being the host as well. Like there are definitely some shows where I'm like, oh, wait, can we like go back to this please? Yeah. Could like, could you imagine American Horror Story with like a host? Yeah. I would love for American Horror Story to like turn into something more like, like creep show. Like yeah. you've got creep show on Shutter now that's basically, you know, two stories per episode. You've got the tiny little host segments with like the creep, you know, mm-hmm. in the middle. And then um yeah, two really, really well done stories in that sort of anthology fashion. I I've been hearing for years that they were gonna bring back um Tales from the Crypt. Right. Mm-hmm. Like with the Crypt Keeper and stuff. Um, but yeah, having Creep Show and you are absolutely right. I think that American Horror Story would really benefit from being like fully an anthology. Yeah. Oh, I would love it. Or even just like make it like a 10 episode season and like pair two episodes like two episodes are one story and then the next two episodes are another story so because what i wish they did with american horror stories on hulu uh-huh like what i like because that's what they did kind of there was the two you know there's a few episodes yeah. like but like i wish that they had something to make it feel somewhat connected in the way of at least having like a host to like introduce each thing you know so it's like that would be really cool yeah so like i said hey like jessica lang Oh. Or, you know, somebody who's iconic to the Sarah Paulson. realm of American Horror Story who, you know, she's not necessarily really in it anymore, is she? No. Um, but that would be, like, something really quick and easy for her to do without having to commit to doing an entire Show. <gasps> season, you know? Ryan um, Murphy. She's, uh, we're here for She's me, so good. <laughs> On American Horror Story. She was the best part of yes. that show for a long time. And I think I sort of fell off the bandwagon with American Horror Story because I, it started, I don't know. I, I feel like the show always sort of falls apart in the last like few episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't quite wrap it up correctly. And I'm not no. saying that about every season because, like, Murder House, perfect. Asylum, perfect. Coven, great. Freak Show, <laughs> great. Um, Freak Show was, like, it was fine. Um, I, I watched the entirety of Freak Show and I, I liked it a lot. But um, I, I was still sort of left with questions at the end of that one, I remember. Mm-hmm. And just I was just like, ah, okay, cool. 
What was the one after that? Hotel? Hotel, which I'm just, I'm currently watching for the first time now because I skipped it. I need to watch that one again. Um, well, I didn't watch it. That's the thing. I need, I, I think I need either. to revisit it. Um, I watched the first episode of that. I think I've said this on the show before, but I watched the first episode of Hotel and I was like, I don't like this. That like drill mm-hmm. rape scene yeah, oh. was not no. something that made me interested I had watching to get at all through like majority of episode one and be like, okay, I'll give episode two a try. And then like, that's where I'm like, okay, I can continue watching this. Okay. Based on my, right, cause cool. I skipped five and six and then I watched seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. So were you like one of those people? Have you have, like, were you watching American Horror Story? Like when it first came out? Yeah. Okay. So were you like me, where whenever, like, the tiny little, like, 10-second teasers would start coming out on YouTube, you'd, like, watch all of them? Yes. <laughs> that was my favorite part, typically, of the season <laughs> for me. For the first, like, for, um, after Murder House happened, for Asylum and, um, Coven and Freak Show, those little teasers mm-hmm. were always so well done. Well, that's even, like, um... The, like, when they're doing, like, the, um, like, the intro credits. Yeah. Like, those two. Oh, so creepy. But then it's always, like, I'm, like, okay, what am I going to pick up this time? Let me look and see what I can pick up this uh-huh. time. So, it's like, because the whole thing, like, it's kind of, like, you're, like, in, in Midsummer where it's, like, the beginning of the movie shows you the entire plot. Yeah. It's kind of, like, oh, that with some of, like, the American Horror Story things is where it's giving you a lot, it's giving you a lot of hints and you just don't watch it because you're, like, this is what makes me uncomfortable with the music. But it's like, but if you yeah. actually watch it, you're like, oh, wait, this might be coming and this might be coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess I kind of want, what I would love for American Story is, American Horror Story is to do, like, I want monsters. I want, like, a monster one. Yeah. Like, just, like, that would straight be... up monsters. Yeah. And I wonder why they haven't really done that yet you know i mean like it's like again they have the means with the current with the like with the most recent season they kind of did it but like not what i wanted (laughs) it was a start like i mean like like again i really like the first like the first half of the season and then the second half because they like split it really could do without it Uh uh-huh like i wish that the last episode tied the two parts together but it didn't and i was like this is dumb Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, it's just, It always falls apart, right? Yeah, and then the thing is that the worst part is that it fell apart, and it was a whole new story, and that whole story fell apart. Ugh. Ugh. How? I don't get it's it. the worst. <laughs> but I do it's think that we probably weird. should wrap this up. We went a little long Probably. Today. It's been a little while. <laughs> yeah. But um, we are glad to be back. And just as a heads up, this season is going to be shorter because we did 10 episodes last season. So this season, we're only going to do six weeks just to kind of get back into the routine of it. Um, Yeah, we'll figure things out as we go. But um, we've got some really great movies and themes for you this season. I'm very excited. Um, You can find me, Kaylee, at yourgirlkjenner across the board on all the social medias. And Cammy, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Magic Ghost Baby. 
Um, I guess if you want to, you can also find me on TikTok at Magic Ghost Baby. I've Look been like dabbling and making TikToks again. And by that, I mean I've made like two in the past like few days. So we'll see how that goes. I kind of want to start just showing off like the random horror shit that I have in my house. You should. You know? So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Follow me just in case. Yeah, I am. I will be doing more TikTok things um, soon. I'm just. Hooray. I just had to take a hot minute to figure out my life, but I did just upgrade my phone. <laughs> so I feel better about the quality. Nice. nice. 100% an impulsive choice, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. But on that note, we will catch you guys next Monday for a show that Cammy has to finish first. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. It's something new, so you guys should be... (laughs) You should know what it is. If you know who we are, you should know what show we're talking about. We have not mentioned it. We have not mentioned it on this episode, so it's not anything we've mentioned, so... Mm Mm-hmm. It's true. But on that note... Unpleasant dreams. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.